All I ever ask is keep it eight more than 92 with me, 100. Happy end of the round, Robin number two, everybody. We made it. Welcome to 100 Talk. I'm your dad and he's your dad. We're the dads. Yep. And we're here to talk about... Look, it was a great weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing went wrong. We'll talk about Dignitas. It was an awesome weekend. It's good. I'm so happy right now. Third place. It's been like this, you know, towards the end of the split. And there's a little bit of a... At the end, but it's fine. <laughs> the rest of that, Cole, is going to... It's TBD in playoffs. <laughs> does your does your uh, happiness continue upwards? Oh, yeah. Or does it come crashing down? Dignitas is out of playoffs, so I think we're fine. That's what I'm saying. We already got the, the <laughs> boogeyman out of the way, so we're in good shape. Everybody, this is going to be a fun podcast, and it's been a fun weekend. Um, As always, thank you to Elgato. For providing our lighting. Thank you. Ooh, pretty. And our capture. Ooh, pretty. Thank Ooh. you. Oh. <laughs> uh, thanks to Jordan for being here also. Thanks to Cole for turning the stream on and being and here. Thanks to our favorite drink maker as well. Ribbit. Power tonight. Power tonight. Let's crack these powers, boys. Let's feel powerful tonight. I do feel powerful already. This is going to make me a menace. Kind of like Abadaga <laughs> or FBI mm-hmm. or someday. Yep. Or Closer or Huey. <laughs> Take your pick. Take your pick. Um, okay. What are we going to do today? Well, we're actually going to focus mostly on the games. Mo- yeah. We're mostly going to step through the games. A little bit of general stuff. And of course, we'll talk about the upcoming best of five, not a best three, best of five against C9 uh, this weekend. It feels weird that we don't get a break before, but you know, who cares? Let's just get it over with. Why give them time to recover after the beatdown we just gave them? Super weak, no less. Is it, has Riot ever done the same format from one split to the next? Of course they have not. Okay. (laughs) I just wanted to make sure. I mean, sure. I honestly don't know if this is usually best three or best of five, but. It feels, I mean, I think this is different is. from last, certainly last summer, last spring too, I feel like. Like to have the, the winners playing. Are we playing this weekend? Like we're up now? This is happening? Yeah, we're, we're up on Saturday. We have yeah. the next thing. Okay. All right. No, yeah. no rest. Oh, and then they have to decide the seeding for the next round. Which maybe this is a. Uh, a familiar argument it's like you give the lower seated teams time to prepare time to rest cole time to play no build Fortnite. yeah that's right yeah time to time to do that before the playlist ends mm-hmm. <laughs> so let me let me say one thing as a side note as a matter of record before we move on to the discussion here mm-hmm. i had a cough drop right before we came on um, cause I've had, I've had a little bit of a throat thing and, uh, the rip it power tastes very good chasing a cough drop. Well, there you Who go. Knew? It like, it enhances the flavor in an unexpected way. 
And the cough drop is Hall's Cherry Triple Soothing Action. So, so it's a cherry power. That's if you're yeah, looking to recreate. How to properly structure your, yeah, structure your riffit experience. This mocktail recipe provided by Cole. That's right. Provided by my uh, sickness and subsequent <laughs> recovery. <laughs> Thanks, Halls. Yeah. Okay. It was a big weekend for us, too. That's, I should mention that before we, uh, before we move on. We hit the LCS broadcast not once, but twice. That was oh, cool. That was cool. And we may have done something. That's a teaser for later. Okay. We may have done something. We'll talk about it later. But first, TSM. TSM, do you remember this past weekend we played TSM? Team Solo Mead. <laughs> uh, no. I think that's how you say it. I don't have any records. It's foreign. Is it a, a it's new exotic. team? An solo upstart. Mead. Oh, solo Mead. Well, it is an upstart new team, but... They do have a rich, experienced veteran leading the way in Hooney, which is a player I'm sure you are familiar with. I have heard of him. Aware of his talents. Yeah, I have. I'd heard of him before. Didn't think I'd continue to hear about him, but here we are. But here we are. And Jordan, have we heard from him for the last time? This is what I'm starting to wonder. TSM, where do you go from here with TSM? You got speaker, right? Yeah. Do you keep Hooney? I, What's the point right now? If uh, if his reported salary is <laughs> is accurate, which I mean, you've you've got to have a, a a more economical option out there, right? the The day Hooney loses his LCS spot, I cannot wait to see your tweets. Oof. It, you know, it's going to be fantastic. I'm going to keep it respectful. He's had a a, a long career in the lcs and he's been successful more power to him i will question the decisions of those who um continue to sign long <laughs> contracts with him it just doesn't seem to have been i mean let the record speak for itself they're out of playoffs it's not happening for them hard to say that this was probably a great move anything that they've done hard to say yeah. that it's been a great move 2020 summer MVP speaker and veteran experienced high end prospect Hooney. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look on, Ooh, on paper, best. I'll continue to say it. This seems to be a fine squad on paper. I, I maintain that I don't think Hooney is a top three top laner. So, you know, <laughs> but you do have players on that team who have very recently been all LCS. Um, so yeah, where do they go from here? I don't know. They just, I think they gotta. Honestly, they they just gotta do a rebuild from like the CEO position down. <laughs> yeah, I think. Well, I think that's what I it am. Takes. Uh, yeah, that's probably what it takes. Well, I'm done uh, setting Jordan up to to talk about Hooney. That was really fun. <laughs> Thank you. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that is concludes this episode of Hooney Talk. <laughs> now moving on to Hunter Talk. <laughs> Look, this is the thing about the TSM game. Like I said, we. We played this game this weekend, and I do not want it to be overlooked. I had forgotten, so when I was prepping for the pod, I was like, oh, let me watch the TSM highlights back because I kind of like, I'm a little fuzzy on what happened. I know we won, and I know it was convincing. But what I didn't remember was that it was an absolute stomp. It was definitive. It was decisive. 
There was no time where it looked like they were going to beat us. We had Graves locked in for someday. And the, the stat line, fairly vanilla. Mm-hmm. No kills, even. That's, that's pretty insane. Zero kills? I didn't realize that. Does not one translate the how in. he destroyed the lane. Yeah. Right? And completely denied them anything. Yeah. Uh, closer on Lee Sin. Always a great time. Mm-hmm. Owl City. Uh, Abadaga, a.k.a. Aridaga. Aridaga. Uh, it's hard to say that out loud. It's easy to tweet it. It's hard to say it out loud. Aridaga? <laughs> it doesn't sound like Ari. That's the problem. You just say Aridaga? Doma Aridaga. Aridaga. That's right. Okay. That one. Let's, I know who you're talking about. Let's talk about this. Yeah. So, Abadaga played Ari in this game. Mm-hmm. Twisted Fate against C9. Ari again in Dignitas. Abadaga has looked insane on these champions, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. All right. I've been preaching this from, the, from like early on in the split, even when Abadaga was in his weird patch. <clears throat> I was like, you know, I like him on the TF. And when he showed the Ari, I was like, you know, he has a lot of potential on this Ari. I think this is going to be good for us. This could be something. Sweet sounds of vindication for me this weekend. Yeah. 14, <laughs> what is it? 14, 1, and 5. Yeah. On the Ari. 14, 1, and 5. And looking incredibly convincing doing so. Yeah. This is what he's doing. Full use of the mobility on the kit. Oh, yeah. And... Finding the weird positioning place, right? Finding the flank, finding the TP, whatever. Now, sometimes that hasn't gone super well for us. Like, I remember uh, a fight around Baron or around Dragon. I don't even remember who we were playing, but it's like he was just getting into that position and the fight happened and he was still getting into that position. And then we lost the fight and he was still getting into that position (laughs) and he didn't get to contribute. But usually it goes well. And this. Goes very, very well. Uh, Mont says, by the way, in chat, which we don't usually uh, read, but he says LCS kill record this split with those 14 kills. He's like got the top kills. Mont, more, please. Do you mean like, yeah, the most kills of a mid laner in a a single split or something like that? Because that's insane and unexpected. He's on the case. He'll he'll hit us with the uh, elaboration on that. I'm pretty sure Cole. Like most kills in a game? Oh, oh, this split like yeah yeah i need to hear more most kills of a single player this split okay gotcha all right so not a bad game let the record indicate yeah you guys were wrong if you wanted abadaga gone all right mm-hmm. i'm not saying he's perfect i'm not saying he's not going to make any mistakes what i am saying is that his form has gradually been returning and this weekend even during the loss to Dignitas, he looked good, man. <laughs> he looked good. I love him on these champions, man. Yeah. And that's what I'm, I'm going to want to see. And I hope the patch going into playoffs doesn't mess with this. Mm. But the man styles on these champs. Yeah. I think the one death as well, if I'm remembering right, is when he basically just complete hard dove the back line and got a, a quick triple if i'm thinking of the right play um and then you know couldn't kill the other two for the full like you know, <laughs> that's shame on you 
Um, yeah. but really, you know, like he, he was basically unstoppable mm-hmm. that game. Um, and looking really good, like using that kit in ways that you, you don't see a ton of Ari's using it. Um, like a lot of times you'll see an Ari playing for picks, right? Getting a charm on somebody, finding the angle, repositioning to get the charm over the wall or unexpected. He was using like a team fight monster, right? He, yeah. Like there was one where he flashed to get the redirect on the queue to come back over somebody else. Like it's just good stuff. It's good stuff. <clears throat> so it was good to see. Um, criticism I'll levy is he needs to be like, this would take him to the next level uh, is uh, charm accuracy. Like there are a couple of charms that it just, it's like, I th- it obviously didn't lose us this game. Um, and the Dignitas game, you could say probably had a bigger impact. Yeah. But it, when you miss that opening charm, it, it means that you have to use other cooldowns. And a lot of times it's somebody else he's with like a hook that comes out to make sure the person's locked down or whatever. But I mean, he was very close. Like there are a couple of charms where if he hits those, he has even more kills in this game, which he already had the record. So yeah. Like I remember a a gank by closer where he just barely missed it because he didn't flash for it. He thought he had it. And yep. Yep. You know, I'm cool with it. Like it's it's one of those things where there is an art of prediction when you're firing those charms off. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause it's like, it's not like the, enemy mid doesn't know what you're doing when you go up there to charm. Right. So you, you know, you got to kind of guess what they're doing when you do that. And some people are better guessers than others, but I'm telling you mobility wise, mm-hmm. it's excellent. He tends to make, um, pretty good macro plays, uh, finding positions that are going to be key for us to do something like, you know, the destiny into the tri bush with the twisted fate against C9 yeah. where it was like, Hello. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> more on that later. But, uh, and there always seems to be every time he like pushes forward, you just see him like keep dashing forward. And they're just more like random lights and projectiles and stuff coming out of that champion than I can understand. I'm like, wow, more damage, more damage. He got another one. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think we should overlook that in, in, in this game. All right, doggy. Mm-hmm. Another thing. We got to see. Oh, before you move off, Abadaga, I want to say at different points in this split, I feel like I've assumed that he has either with the state of the meta or, you know, the state of the team that his champion pool is a little bit limited. Like, I feel like there was a while there where he was playing a certain couple Mm -hmm. of champions back and forth. And it, I, I feel like as that, as time goes, the sense I'm getting is that that's not indicative of a, a limited champ pool for him. I think it really is just what is the team feel is their best look at the time. Cause I, you know, I guess for me, I, I think we can put to bed this idea that he doesn't have the, the, uh, the capability to play any of these champions. Right. And that's, you know, that, that's going to sound like people were, or like I was doubting him more than would be reasonable. Um, but you always wonder when you start to see a pattern like that, right. Like when we saw Jinx of Failures all the time, we had the question, yeah. right? Like, can he play Zeri? And so it's it's a natural thing to wonder when you start to see picks that seem to go counter to some of the meta. I'm starting to get the impression that it's more probably team-based than individual player-based because I think all these players have many more champions they can play at a, at, at a high enough level to feel comfortable. Um, and this most recent iteration... I think drives that home for me a little bit. 
<clears throat> yes, and and we're not gonna let's let's save that because there's a there's a listener question that explores hmm. this topic, and I have more thoughts on it. So yeah, uh, we'll use that as a teaser for later. But you're right, and uh, I I have some additional thoughts on that. We'll get to you later. Um, we also was was this I believe it was the first time we got Huhi Renata gloss, right? I think so. Yeah. <clears throat> now it's been banned out against him two or three times, something like that. Uh, and so I was, you know, wondering maybe he's got like a, a, a nice Renata waiting to come out and be brought on stage. Someone in chat, I think at one point told me that he had been playing Renata in champ Q. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got to finally see it and daddy like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Add it, add it to the list. That's a uh, happy to see it now okay it does come out i don't know are they are they nerfing renata in the next patch i assume I, someone yeah. will know in chat yeah um this is one of the most ridiculous ults mm-hmm. yeah that there is because like it's very effective it's got a very wide like area of impact right mm-hmm. uh area of effect if you will Ooh. um and he, he like the timings on it are really good you 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 it's 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 like it's beyond a root or a knockup or a stun because you do lock down the enemy champions for a bit because they're attacking each other and you also get the added benefit of them damaging each yeah. other while that's going on <laughs> and you can do that with many people yeah there was an old uh Renata old against us in academy i think by a FlyQuest academy did Renata ult on our, our, our like hundred next or hundred hundred day, um, where they had like four of our guys attacking each other. Deal, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. If placed well, it can be very devastating. Yeah, and then you get the the whole revive chance. Yes, that's also so with good. the kit, where like you know we saw that work for closer against. Yep. Uh, I guess against the, it was in this TSM game, right? Yeah, <clears throat> I'm trying yep. to remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was the. Yeah, and and barely got it off. I think Tactical still got a kill at the end that he flashed for. He, he was able to take Closer down after Closer earned the revive. Yep. But it's just like, so you have the ult and the revive. <laughs> You've got a displacement ability, right? Yep. It's just, Renata is super OP. I would yeah. be surprised if we really get to play this in playoffs. Yeah. <clears throat> but I mean, that's the thing. We're going to come back to this point not we're reaching this point again do you want to play the trindamere do you want to play the renata do you want to play the you know Aphelios? like what what do you want to play because you're gonna have to play against one of these things that is yeah apparently poison unbeatable um and that's good that's a great position for us to be in I'm, I'm really glad that we got this through this pick through in regular season so that people can now be afraid of it for us that's that's going to be an advantage um yeah and uh who was uh, stunze in chat saying that he doesn't think renata's being nerfed before playoffs so could still be viable um so they drew out a ban from c9 in the next game by the way so yeah it's gonna take them a while to figure out if they need to do something with renata they're gonna have to because her it's just like the nature of her kit right you almost have to do a mini rework if you really want to change that. You could change the yeah. numbers slightly, but it's still like, unless you r- completely reconfigure what her ult is, it's still going to make people attack each other. 
And I think if you're up against like a crit marksman, that's a guaranteed kill. <laughs> like yeah. they're going to kill somebody on their team with auto attacks. Um, so <laughs> it works out pretty well uh, up against the right team. And this is because yeah, they maybe don't give her an ult as a W. That's another option. But like you got to figure out what to make her, her W instead, you know? <laughs> so uh, I, I think, and you know, from a player standpoint, at least when we have it, it's fun to watch. Um, it's it's who he's kind of champ. I'll say. I think. It's, yeah. You know, it's got like it's actually got a lot of different things. That I feel like he does really well. It's got that. Uh, it's like the zillion alt to Darkhoof's point. <laughs> it's it's got the displacement, the hook mechanic. So yeah, he's it's it can do it all. It can engage for the whole team uh, in one fell swoop. So I would love to see that come back against C nine. Yeah. Um, we'll see if they allow it through. Cause like I said, they banded out against us this time. Yeah. Obviously it didn't work. So, uh, we'll, we'll go through the, the draft on, on that game. Um, when we hit it here in a minute. Um, so the big thing is we, uh, Oh, Oh, and we, got, you, I think you mentioned this Zeri. Uh, yeah. we did get to see FBI Zeri again and again, it looked potent, mm-hmm. right? Uh, he only finished with four kills. He was four, one and 13, but he was clearly like, yeah, he's competent. He's aggressive on the champ. It seems like an FBI champ. Yeah. You know, because it's like, you've got, you can just spam the little minigun thing or whatever it is. You can just spam that, spam that over and over again Mm -hmm. and be super aggressive. You've got some range on, on, Mm -hmm. you know, some of the abilities and stuff. And like, I don't know, it just allows him to push in fight FBI. Like he will go up and fight by himself. You know, you always see yeah. him like in mid lane halfway through the game. He's like kind of pushed up kind of far and fighting, Yeah. you know, and you're like, well, hey, who he's not playing Thresh this time. There's no lantern. Why don't you relax? But, <clears throat> you know, this is the kind of champ that makes that play style, yeah. you know, possible. So. One, one thing, Cole, that this we cannot undervalue this is its limitless ability to check bushes because <laughs> you can shoot the auto without actually having a target. And yeah, right. Boy, I'll tell you, I've I felt more safe without uh without everybody just face checking every bush that we walked by, <laughs> you know. And the other thing that's kind of cool is like there's one point where he was fishing for a kill over a wall. Like you mm-hmm. you can't that's the only champion that I can think of that you can do that with because it has, you know, no cooldown, no energy cost, just shoot. It's it's truly like spray and pray. <laughs> just see what you get, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, it's his kind of champ. I, I bet we'll see more of it. Um, although you know, it doesn't seem to be in a lot of these games. It doesn't seem to be as dominant. And again, foreshadowing C nine um, as some of the other picks, like Aphelios. So that'll be interesting to see where we go. Yeah. Um, so it felt good to close the door on TSM's playoff hopes. Um, you know, maybe their perennial contender spot has been assumed by us. You know, there can only be three great teams in the LCS at a time. So yeah, TSM, we, goodbye. We thought for a maybe while. Maybe that's what's had, going on. We had officially expanded that group, but it turns out we're just rotating TSM out. Sorry. Sorry, TSM. I'm not going to miss them. <laughs> They'll be back. Uh, they have unlimited money. Let me uh, just one, one second here. Because I, I do want to move on. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm just going back and looking at the gold graph uh, at Game of Legends. And it was like, it's like even, 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 even until about 13 minutes. 
Then we go up to a, uh, a, a sturdy 3,200 gold lead. By 17 minutes, it's almost 5,000. 6,000 to 20 minutes, and then it just it steadily goes downhill from there. By 24 minutes, we're, we're 11K up. Yeah. And it doesn't swing back up. There's no this. There's no the objective bound. It's just this. Band. Yeah. Hmm. So, I love a convincing win against TSM. I know they're not super good this split. Uh, that is the, the kind of thing that set us up for the, the C9 game, right? Yeah. A stomp well, of an inferior team. So they're s- perfect setup for a stomp of an inferior team. <laughs> it, it, it got us ready. TSM was looking better than they looked all split. Uh, mm-hmm. In our defense. It's not like they, this was the consensus worst team ever. They, what did they have? A 2-0 weekend right before, right? I thought they had a 4 st- or a, no, it was a 3 streak, right? Yeah. So, I mean, Am I if, tripping? if ever they were hot. It no, was, I am tripping. It was so, they, yeah, they, so it was a 2-0 right before us. So they beat Golden Guardians, uh, let's see, the week, two weeks prior. They went 0-2 against Dignitas and EG, and then they beat C9 and Immortals with the 2-0 heading into us. So, you're right, just two wins. And uh, they, they, if I'm remembering right, didn't they beat CLG like badly? Oh, but it was like CLG Academy. Okay, so mm. I guess that last game doesn't truly count. Nope. But in any case, yeah, they, uh, they, they had a, a nice week leading up to them getting eliminated for playoffs. So that's right. You know, it's like it's like giving somebody a you know a little bit of a a boost right before you fire them. Yeah. Like it's, we think you're great. We think you're going to do great things in the future, but now you're done. But not for us. Your season's over. (laughs) Thanks. Um, so good. No more TSM at all. Uh, C C (laughs) nine. I didn't think we were going to win this game, but you and I both, right. Didn't we both predict a a loss here? I thought it was going to be a close loss. Uh, I was wrong on both aspects of my guess. It was not close, nor was it a loss. Yeah. Um, we had great buildup going into this game in particular with the discussion of someday. So <clears throat> just to recap what, what happened um, last week after listening to JLXP, and I talked about this on the pod, um, I was surprised to hear that they were talking about Closer as the candidate for MVP from 100 Thieves if there was one that could keep up with Summit, right? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I thought, clearly, the fans are on the side of Someday. We ran the poll, uh, 346 votes, and 89% said that Someday would be the, the MVP candidate from our, our side. So, Jat brought this up on the broadcast before this game. Yeah. <laughs> so... He brought up the poll. Uh, Twitch chat memed us. I guess that was late. I guess that was the next day that Twitch chat was was making fun of us for only having 306 votes on our poll. Uh, I would ask them to, you know, find their own podcast brands for the teams and compare them to us. But how many, um, how many uh, votes does the the TSM podcast get? Right. So, uh, but I think it it made a point, right? Mm-hmm. It made a point. It's like, look, from from the people who are watching this closest and feel closest to it, you know, we were our hearts were with someday. So setting up a match 
uh, against the shoe-in MVP for this split in Summit. What better timing to have had that happen, right? Yeah. yeah. So our guy goes up against the MVP. Underdogs as a team, underdog as a role matchup. And one of those top laners finishes 0 and 8. Mm. And it wasn't someday. Hmm. Hmm. Well, that's not close. No, it's not. Now, remember, Raz was saying, like, he was setting up the scenario where it's like, if, you know, say C9 somehow has a bad weekend and Summit looks bad and Closer, like, has a great game and takes her, maybe Closer can dethrone him for the game. And I was thinking, eh, what about someday? He's the one who's yeah. playing Summit. <laughs> right. And we got our wish. The Malphite pick came uh, out. Yeah. Malphite. I was not expecting. If you would have if you would have asked me before the game, <laughs> what I put the chances of that we're A going to play Malphite, yeah. B someday's going to solo kill <laughs> Summit as Malphite. Yeah. When Summit's playing Graves of all people, I would have been like, you know, that's like a bet a dollar to win like a thousand. So maybe I'll take that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Good odds. Yeah. Favorable. And lo and behold, that's, that's what we got. Um, it's really interesting, right? So, so this game shook out in, in a way where it just spun out of, out of C9's control. They, you know, honestly, they kept the gold uh, respectable for a very long time, despite it, it was like 10 to one kill score and they were only like 1300 behind or something. Yeah. Right. That's no small feat. Yeah. yeah. That's no small feat. Um, but it got out of control, you know, and, and it's just the, the most from, from the odds perspective, it's like it got out of control in the most unlikely way. Remember, this game, do you remember, rewind to, to last podcast, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about how um, the, the team was able to like recover lanes, right? It's like, oh, look, we had like a bad situation in top lane for someday, a bad start. He was able to bounce back, correct the ship, and actually be strong in that game. Lo and behold, in this game, closer level one invade into his jungle. He gets pushed out. Gets away with like five HP flashing the wall. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well, he's done. He lost his entire quadrant. Um, he has to recall and heal. Uh, this, this side of the map is basically done already. Yep. Against, again, Summit and Blabber, who mm-hmm. I think are the two favorites for first team all LCS in their roles. Yeah. Right. And probably like one, two in MVP voting, you know? Mm hmm. And we said, eh, eh, we got this. Um, there was a, so, so I listened to the, uh, the post weekend recap. What are they calling these things? Uh, the Twitter spaces that Papa Smithy is doing yeah. uh, on hundred T esports. Um, I listened to that and he was talking about how getting a kill like that to like recovering in a, from a bad situation in that manner does a whole lot to like lift your team's morale. Right. Right. It's like you go from feeling like, Oh man, this, if this yep. was solo queue, we'd probably be forfeiting 
Two. <laughs> wow, he just solo killed him, and that's how we're back. Right. And we mean business. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like the exact way you want to recover. And Papa Smithy, you know, said that that he he felt that that gave confidence to everybody mm-hmm. to continue to play out the game the way it played out. And that's pretty cool. And it's pretty cool that it came from our veteran. Yep. In someday. In a big game. In a big game against the MVP. In a game too, where, you know, I guarantee you this was the matchup, the game, the stakes, the playoff implications were all front of mind for someday. Um, The dude is just a rock. He's Malphite. But yeah, that's what he is for the team. Um, and, and I think the, it was, it was so fun to watch the least fun summits probably ever had playing league of legends, maybe ever. And, uh, and just so, so fun to watch. Um, yeah, <laughs> he got the, it, it, he got to the point pretty quickly and this is what they talked about in the cast, but you know, Malphite doesn't burn any cooldowns to walk forward, right? Right. Clicking, <laughs> right. Click moving in lane, no cooldown on that. Uh, and he was just just walking at Summit, and Summit had to flee. So at that point, the lane was over. You know, the game was in a very tenuous state for them, and somebody just he carried that momentum. Yeah, the, you know, there are plays in games like this where, like, you get a feeling for how it's going to go. Yeah, especially you know, someday. I feel like, yeah, you're right. It's it's weird because like again the the level one on closer that felt to me like one of those plays like okay and I did a I did a vod squad right so I'm watching this and everybody everybody's watching knowing how this game plays out yeah but I don't and I'm watching I'm like well there goes the game this is right. gonna be a quick game in C9's favor it just felt like one of those plays and then we get the solo kill and that's one of those plays and then you know what else <laughs> happened that bot lane defense against oh. the turret dive was another one of those plays where it's like, look, I don't remember the exact details. I think they had four down yeah. there yep. to our two. Mm-hmm. They start engaging. We TP in a third. I don't even know if it's someday or um, Abadaga or whatever. Maybe a destiny. I, I'm, I'm fuzzy yeah. on the details. Yeah. yeah, or maybe a destiny. But it's like the, the fact of the matter is we came out of there. I think we gave over one kill and got two yep. in that kind of exchange. Yeah, right. And, it was and a four v two only by technicality because it was four people attacking Huhi for the first <laughs> you know, the first act of that dive. <laughs> and FBI was he was closer to the bush than the turret. Yeah. You know. Right. So it was a an absolute uh, uh dog pile on top of Huhi. Um and yeah, it, please take us back. Yeah, so to, so to come out of that play the way we did, that that was another one of those was like, okay, it's just that game. It's yeah. C9, it is not your day. Right. Clearly. Um, stopwatch. Most and so f- at that point, yeah, stopwatch is, <laughs> is great. On, at that point, I really felt like, okay, like this could be very, very good at the exact right time for us. Because think about the stakes. Again, like you said, <clears throat> um, for C9, they, they, if they beat us, they don't even have to crush us. They just have to beat us and be like, yeah, we are the favorite mm-hmm. for the title. Everybody else can come see us later. Right. Um, for us, it's like, you know, we're really fighting to be taken seriously and we're, we're just in third place. So whatever, you know, mm-hmm. 
Um, but if we beat them, not only do we assert ourselves as like, no, we actually do need to be taken seriously as a town contender. And also our MVP candidate needs to be taken seriously. So we have like double stakes here. So to be able to do that, prove, pr- get, get the huge win, prove someday deserves to be in the conversation. And also have someday be like what our third best player of that game <laughs> of the C9 game. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'd go third best. Who would you put? I mean, obviously FBI had a game. Who are we putting? I mean, closer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I would probably put someday second. I think impact wise, I'd probably put him second, okay. but point taken, right? Like he did all of that. And then, he wasn't even. And then, the one by the way, carry. we also had a twelve O and eleven affiliates. Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, and it was very important for us to win that way right before playoffs too. Mm-hmm. So FBI finally has his. Like, this is really like he did have one other game. I can't remember which. He had a game with like nice stat line, mm-hmm. uh, robust kills. It looked good, but it wasn't like <laughs> dominant. You know. Yeah. He wasn't like the menace that he typically was. This was the first game where like this dude is back to his old ways. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and, yep. and he like there was a I I think it was our third dragon maybe. It was we were we were moving in to take a dragon and they had a good contest opportunity. We were already on the dragon though. And FBI like gets an obscene amount of poke on blabber from like oh. sniper distance with the chakrams and yeah. when when I yeah with the chakrams so when I was watching that on mm. stream I was like oh man yeah I kind of wasted that old yeah and then I just see the damage just continue it just like <laughs> yeah. his the chakrams yeah. going and like yeah zzz, there's the health bar just draining I was like oh my gosh he just single-handedly like poked closer or um <laughs> Flabber out of this, yeah. like cannot yeah. do anything right now. Yeah. You know, what yeah, I mean? that was so, a, that was a, a, the two hundred years <clears throat> development. Like that's the clip that they released right after they announced the failures when yeah. he would still be in the, uh, um, what the, the BBE? Is that the name of that public? Yeah, the beta. Yeah, um, yeah, it was one of those. Um, where beta it's like, that's that's you did that on purpose. Like that's part of the kit. You could just do that, but uh, yeah. <laughs> They didn't even contest that after that. Like they got that, they caught the ult, and then they just decided to go somewhere else. And that was a free, a free drink. And didn't he have like two triple kills in this game? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, him showing up in that way, it was very important. Who he showed up as Renata in the previous game. In this one, on the Nautilus, he was pretty dang good. He had a sad hook onto the blue buff at one point. That blue buff. Uh, that blue buff. Always you know, who buff. has Who? Hey, who among us hasn't hooked the blue buff? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Be honest. It's got a huge hitbox, dude. It's like half the screen. It's the right. blue buff. Uh, hey, one more, one more but, quick thought on FBI. Yeah, yeah. I want to differentiate this Aphelios game from some of the others we've seen, right? In my mind, there's two versions of Aphelios that you can get that can be devastating. One is the flamethrower ult Aphelios, who just, you know, massive damage all you have to, it's press r connect auto or connect ultimate end of fight good that's good you know it works <laughs> well it's effective you yeah. you tend to win those games it's good this was a much more um 
like technical Athelios. It was really cool to watch. That first ult he hit um, during the the four v two. It was his first. It was like how he entered the fight. It was the I don't remember. I don't know the names of the guns, guys. I'm sorry. Um, it was the root gun, and he so he hit them all with it, and then he rooted them all under turret. Right? Yeah, it was so like three or something. Yeah, it was great, and then he had you know so that's one uh, other type of ult. And I, look, I know this is not come out those who play with iOS. This is nothing new. I just think it's really cool that he has the the. Uh, kind of the flexibility in his in his play style with this champ to pull these kinds of plays off and the single ult team fight ending plays but it's like that's kind of the hyper carry version of a fight else where you just get a fight to the point where he's going to be able to do enough damage to end a team fight instantly and then he yeah. and then the other version was the snipe with the chakrams right it's like poke Aphelios where he hit that key ult and the the fight ended before it began so I'm I'm starting to gain other, like additional layers of respect and appreciation for FBI's Aphelios. Um sometimes it feels like man it's just not the most mobile, you know, like it doesn't allow him to be as aggressive, but clearly the dude Sometimes he misses the ults. Sometimes he misses Let's the ults. It's a it's a pretty short ult. It's not you know, it's no corky rocket. Um Yeah. So, but yeah, I like just it 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 felt like a really good Aphelios game for reasons that are not typical of the dominant Aphelios games you often see. Yeah. FBI appreciation um, thread. Right. Uh, and he had a fight. I'm pretty sure he outdamaged the whole team in a 5v5. Uh, I think it was a topside fight, but he did, he did like 4,300 damage. And I think that was like a couple hundred above the whole C9 total in the fight. Yeah. And it was a 5v5. So, you know, that's the situation that they were in for this. Uh, again, key to have that show up. Key to have who he show up this week. Key to have FBI showing up this week. And as we mentioned, uh, the Ar the uh, Abadaga, I want to say Aridaga again. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, like, you know, in the, in the Twisted Fate, same deal for Abba, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like using the mobility, using the destiny in, in good ways, landing the gold cards where they matter. Um, cutting off retreats. I feel like we're saying similar treats. things every time he plays TF lately. Yeah, that's just the norm, right? It was another. He finished five games. one and ten. Yep. Um, yeah, it was it was it was nice. He is very much like. He seems to be more effective when he's in that push and roam mode that I mentioned. You know, like where he looks like Nisky. Yeah, just push and roam, push and roam, push and roam. Yep. So we had like you know all all all. All things working. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and so symbolic during this game was at the end when <laughs> oh. we were in base just like kind of ending it. And Berserker splits off because he's trying to like, you know, burn down some people yeah. in, in the defense. And somebody's just like slowly walking at him. <laughs> and he's just firing the little Zary bullets like... <laughs> and it's like he's hitting him with like a little Nerf gun or something. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's just bouncing off this big rock, you uh -huh. know? Yeah. And, and he, the berserker even threw up the emote because yeah. he, was, he was like, okay, like, well, <laughs> I guess I, I guess I'm no threat to this champ at all. In right. fact, he just kind of left him and yeah. went back. <laughs> he just went Because it's just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's just not working. Yeah. No. Well, and then um, he's got the, uh, my least favorite ability to play against the Q. <laughs> 
mm-hmm. the point and click queue are just like, okay, well, he, oh, that's going to kill no, me yeah. before I can chip him down. So yeah, it does like 4,000 damage and slows you <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it, it reminded me of, remember um, the shy in 2018 where mm. I think he was like a scion and he was just literally just walking calmly forward <laughs> into the base against like KT or something like everybody free firing on him. And yeah. he's just like walking forward. Like, okay, yeah, it doesn't matter guys. Sure. Try yeah. it. And I don't even think, I mean, I could be wrong about this, but I don't even think someday had like a thorn mail or anything. It was just like, yeah, no, you just cannot hurt me. Right. Stats. So the to me stats. Do you, have you noticed like, <clears throat> I think it's every, every split. We beat C9 big when we don't expect to beat them. Yeah, when we need <laughs> you to. notice this? Yeah. This is kind of like a thing. It's just like. The C9 game where we stomp them gets us out of whatever rut. And I, don't, I wouldn't say we were in a rut here because we were obviously on, what was that, yeah. six-game win streak at that point yeah. when we played them. But it was kind of like, it kind of like cemented us as, okay, they're for real. Yeah. They're back. They're for real. Right. And we never expect it. I don't know why we never expect it. Perhaps we should expect one per split now mm-hmm. where we just absolutely stomp C9. But Oh, I know why it happened this time, Cole. We should have factored this in. Maybe I didn't see this talk for the game, though. That's probably why I didn't uh, predict us. But um, Max Waldo insulting Huhi clearly <laughs> unleashed the uh, the beast on that one. And uh, yes, I'm sure Huhi just had that screenshot in his head when he was stopwatched under his own tier one as the entire C9 team melted. And going two one and nineteen on Nautilus. Uh, two one and nineteen. That's a casual Nautilus stat line. A lot of ints. Com- common in who he win. Yeah. 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 Very. Uh, I mean, I, I thought ints usually resulted in deaths. Is that not how it usually? Am I misunderstanding that? Maybe. Maybe he meant something. <coughs> we should probably let him clarify. Yeah. Maybe we should address that. Yeah. Um. And was it was it closer that responded to that too? He's yeah. like like. <laughs> Yeah. Can't wait to clap you or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like he was, he was Babe Ruth in it on Twitter. Like he called his shot for sure. Um, closer yeah. did. So I like to see that menace. Um, he does things in the way that I prefer them done, you know, cause I'm not, I'm not of the LEC mentality. It's like, just talk greasy, like crazy, you know, <laughs> and then act and then be all apologetic when you get beat. All right. Closer waits until someone talks to him first. Yeah. You know what I mean? He responds. He doesn't like start things usually. And, yeah. Uh, but he sure did finish things um, in this game. So always feels good to extinguish C9. Uh, man, I like, I'm, I'm just going to pencil that in now. From now on, once a split, mm-hmm. when things are at their most <laughs> dire, be like, you know what? C9 is going to get destroyed if history Guaranteed. teaches us anything. Guaranteed win. Um, yep. So, f- so, and, and so again, returning to the MVP conversation post game, uh, Mark Z had the, the picture of someday, you know, yeah. that he drew on a piece of paper or somebody <laughs> drew, whoever drew it did a pretty good job too. Yeah. This is a good picture. <laughs> and they go, they go to the mountain, the summit, the MVP summit thing. And they start removing other people and they put someday right up there mm. with him. And it's like. Did we do this? <laughs> We've changed the narrative, Cole. Look, 
They were talking about it because we brought it up. It was Emily who drew it. Emily fire drawing. Yeah. They were talking about it though. Cause we brought it up mm-hmm. again. If this goes unchecked, Raz and Jat have a conversation about closer being the MVP and that's it. Yeah. I don't know, man, the timing I, we may have the hunter talk buff may have impacted the MVP race. Now, Cole, these are going to change. These are the results not going to casters. Change. I will say these people will be casting votes for MVP. But look, the, I still think Summit's going to win the MVP, okay? But if, if Someday would have gone off against Dignitas on the Lucian, yeah. that may have turned the discussion. That was the, that was the entire game plan against Dig. Let Someday yeah. 1v9. Well, yeah, spoiler alert. I guess let's just go there because yeah, that's where we were going anyway. Yeah. I was going to ask, like... Do you think so? So here's here's what Reaper said on draft. So Reaper did this uh, interview with Invin Global, and he was asked about the draft, and he said today we are trying to pick some confidence picks so that before playoffs we are checking out the last pieces of our drafts in terms of whether things were worth it, if we could win, or if there were things we could improve with this type of team composition in the champions. At the end of the day, we lost the game, but it shouldn't really matter as long as we got something for it. So that was Reaper's like, it's like, we're trying out the last, you know, remaining, here are some strats, does this work, is this stage worthy, you know, kind of figuring that out. Papa Smithy echoed that sentiment in the Twitter space that they did afterwards, mm-hmm. where he was basically saying, yeah, we've, you know, we were, uh, we were, we were trying out those kind of picks and seeing if they, they are good enough for us to try. But in my mind... I'm thinking it may have been let's give someday a chance <laughs> to, to, to seriously challenge the MVP. Yeah. Because on the Lucian, we've seen what he's done in Lucian, on Lucian mm-hmm. in past games. And I, I'm telling you, it just felt like if he, so say he takes Lucian, goes 10, one and 10 and, uh, and, and we destroy Dignitas. I really think the voting might have shifted. I'm not sure if it would have been enough mm-hmm. to uh, to unseat Summit as a favorite, but the voting occurs now, right? Yeah, it's like it's a regular season thing. Yeah. So after the regular season, they do. But I just, it's crazy to, in in a parallel universe. Yeah, in like the Tom Holland one, <laughs> uh, perhaps someday popped off on Lucian. Yeah, and won MVP. And because of Hunter Talk. We did it. Well, I'm so proud. I can't believe we... Let's go ahead and award ourselves <laughs> this honor for, for the multiverse. Because somewhere in the multiverse it happened. Yeah, it's huge. Somewhere in the multiverse, I won MVP. This split. Per- me personally. Now there's a thought. Uh-huh. Think about <laughs> it. There's a thought. Power of 30-something year old. Theory. <laughs> newcomer to league of legends wins remember kids if anything is possible that means everything is possible that's what science means. that's a horrible way of putting yeah, that it's a, that concept that's about as bad of a job as you could do convey, conveying that concept yeah that's possible. Uh, well we didn't get it done probably but uh, here's let me try again uh-huh. remember kids if anything can happen Everything has happened. There it is. 
There, there we go. That's a little bit better. Yeah, that'll, that'll inspire the masses for sure. But anyway. 10 years from now, Cole, somebody's going to be accepting. Like I feel like we, you know, guys, chat, listeners, everybody, you guys know we don't matter. Yeah. We don't matter. We're just here being dads. Mm-hmm. Well, not technically. We I mean, almost, like, we almost mattered. <laughs> we almost mattered. But it was a fun weekend anyway. Yeah. I mean, hey, look, um, here, here's the, the key takeaway. Our community clearly thinks that someday is our best player of the split. And that sentiment is known to the people who are talking about this in hey, a much more and remember, manner. Kobe agrees with us. Yeah. So that's, you know, Kobe, that's not Kobe nothing. many times, many times came to that defense. Yeah. He did it like three times on broadcast and tweeted us. <laughs> yeah. he, he is a someday fan big time big time yeah, we always have room someday aficionado for which more. sucked because he was doing that in the dignitas game yeah. <laughs> to freak freak was like i think they've they've had like trouble converting some yeah. of these leads into no, victories he's like no man he's been good they've been doing it you know, blah, blah, blah. and then we have a game where this. solution doesn't work yeah okay let's get this out of the way okay yes Dignitas has beat us four out of four times this split. Mm-hmm. Let's also make this very clear. That was a silly game. Mm-hmm. That was a stupid, weird game that made no sense. You guys know it. Look, you could tell the way that that game was played was stupid by both teams. It was like everything's all over. Nothing is following its established pattern. There are... It's like, oh, there's a level one play. Oh, there's a level two play. Oh, there's a level four play. Like, it was just constant, constant, constant. Yeah. Everybody chasing, doing weird things. Two fail flashes in one fight. Uh, Look, it was a stupid game. What more needs to be said? Right. Yeah. Am I right? Look, (laughs) without without the other three losses against Dignitas this split, it's very easy to just be like, look, it didn't matter. Did we have third place locked before this game? Or is it probably a foldy sheet thing where like if, if a million different things happened, we could have been. I think, I think no, we, we could have gotten second, right? But like we weren't going to finish lower than third. But we weren't going to finish lower than third, I don't think. Yeah. Honestly. It was, but it was like someone tweeted this, that it was a rec league game. <laughs> it was like it's nice of them to air rec league, but when do we play Dignitas? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I do remember that tweet. But that's yeah. honestly what it felt like. Um, it was just silly. All right. Look, it was, it was a bad game. We played badly. We made a lot of mistakes. That's not good. It's not the kind of game you want to play, especially like as your last game, you, you have great feelings from C9. Here's my hope. We walked back to the, the scrim room or wherever, you know, the, the green room. And they were just like, all right, forget that ever happened. Moving on. And just yeah. go next, you know, because there's, there's, it's not one. We were playing some, like, it was clearly a different look for us. We yeah. played a lot of champs that we just don't typically play. I don't know the last time we played Lucian. It very much had the vibe of like, and this game is less important. Um, we, like we played Zaya Rakan, which I'm sure somebody will tell me is the hot new thing. Uh, didn't look great. 
I mean, who he had an unbelievably well-timed W to interrupt an all-in mm. in the bot lane. But yeah, and he actually like I don't think he played that badly. I think his charms were great. And, but it's just like Rakan has a, had before that game. Rakan had a seventeen percent win rate. Did you see that when they locked it in? It's like ooh ooh. ooh, ooh. But Cole, they can back together. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. My bad. Yeah, that's worth it. Okay. Um, but look, it's not just it's not. It's not just copium, chat. Someone called at it being copium. Look, Reaper, Reaper said this in that same interview. They asked him, was like, well, what do, like, what do you, how do you think the fans should look at this loss? You know? And his quote was, I don't think you guys should worry too much about it. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> I know it's, it's easy to write that off when that's said about, like, a bad loss, but it just feels right. It just, the game was so abnormal. Like, if, that, if that's a best of three or a best of five, like, that game's not happening more than once. That's your first game you play. Because if you win with those, then they have to ban Zaya the rest of the series. And you're like, oh, I think, have fun. look, I know, I know the line from them was like they were trying out their last pieces of strategy. Certainly plausible. I still want to believe they wanted to give someday a shot. They gave someday a shot to win MVP. I kind of with, kinda, with I, an I unusual like to, setup. I like that narrative too. And I it honestly do. It didn't work. It was close. Let's see. You do a. a let me let me have a look at this. You get a little mini. Um, let me pull up their their team comp again. Volibear, Volibear, Ari, Zyrakhan. I mean, it's not the bet. It's a weird team comp to be honest. Like, I was kind of thinking like you you get this little mini four champion unit that can be self-sufficient in a team fight it's not really that i guess maybe you know but yeah like i imagine that they had visions of lucian knocking down nexus turrets at 17 minutes right I'm like oh, there's your mvp folks look no further yeah. i'm gonna buy that's that. what i think it was and they can't i don't think they could come out and say that but uh i'm gonna say it for them that was to get someday an MVP. Yep. and i'm so sad it didn't work but yeah it is what it is. And it we is. lost the game. And we deserve to lose that game, even though it was silly and stupid and weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think... Look, the, the only real <clears throat> takeaway and concern or whatever that you want to say, Dignitas is not in playoffs, so we don't need to worry. <laughs> we're 0-4 against them. They're the final boss for us. But we're using a warp to not play the final boss. That's right. We all warped, good we warped them we're, out do, we're doing we're doing any percent lcs any percent we're gonna be fine yeah uh, oh man yeah. all right Here, let me say this this has been my thing for most of the i'll call it the second half of the split we are playing better i think i started saying this around like two or three or four games into our win streak we're playing better i need to see us playing even better before i'm going to consistently give us the edge against these lesser teams and actually to be clear against the good like the best teams right like i i was holding something back i didn't feel like we i could say with confidence that yeah i think we're going to match up really well against c9tl and beat them so here's what we accomplished this weekend we showed one that we can and we can do it emphatically in our friday and saturday games we can really stomp people and not even objective bounties can rubber band us back and that we can still lose to dig 
which we've known all along. But I'll tell you, this is the difference. Winning against C9 puts me in a position where I feel like, you know what? I think we can. I know that our peak is good enough to compete with the best teams in the LCS right now. And, and to do it convincingly. Like, this was not a fluke win. This was not us getting really lucky. This was not objective bounties helping us out, right? This is just us beating them. So, yeah, a loss to dig is a loss to dig. It's not great. It's not what you want. But it doesn't reduce my confidence that we can at our best. And I think, you know, you assume you're going to be at your best going into playoffs. Like, you're going to prep. Your, your players are going to be dialed in. You're going to be, you know, hitting on all cylinders. That at our best, we can beat teams like C9. And it's pretty convenient that we're playing them next. And we're going to be carrying that specter over them. Remember what happened last time we played you guys. Yeah. Um, so it is what it is, man. Now we've, we've talked a lot. Of, we've actually been all over the place. So I don't, I don't want to spend too much time talking in general about things, but I do want to bring something that Jordan, I don't know if you were there for this. So when I did VOD squad, on saturday papa smithy was in chat for a while mm-hmm. and yeah i know you were there for some of that one of the things he mentioned was that uh it had not been picked up by us or by analysts about how how much red side we were playing yeah uh we have not picked blue side since week three do we this is what i don't know how do they decide side selection in regular season games i think i think like uh you play you know you play each team twice and each team like gets a turn having side select i don't know why we were able to i don't know if it was us picking red side every time or if people just like gave us red side or whatever right but even so they think if you go back let's see there's one two three Three games, this whole split of, of the regular season that we've been blue side. Yeah. Knox confirms, by the way, that that's how it works. Each team gets to pick once. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've ended up on red side the whole time. And since we started doing that, we started winning a lot more. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, you get the last pick for someday. And who's been really good for us is split. Yeah. We talked about his counterpick percentage earlier on and... and it actually went down. I don't know like how it went down. I, I don't remember it going down, but I, I remember seeing on Oracle's Elixir. In fact, I'm just going to pull it up. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing on Oracle's Elixir that it had gone down. Um, let's see. Top counter pick for someday. He has 78%. That's uh, very high, pick. I feel like. I don't know what it normally is, but it seems high. Next highest is Bwipo is 61 <laughs> Technically, Dokla has 100% because he, in his one game, he got counterpicked. So, but yeah, that's, that's a lot of counterpick for him. And it has worked. And that's more evidence for him being our MVP. Just saying, Jat and Raz. Okay. Uh, anything else before we go on to listener takes? No. Nope. Okay. Um, let's start with real connection here. He said, C9 game was flawless, perfect play from us. Not flawless, but very good. Mm. Uh, however, C9 is also on a downward trend. The dig game, I feel like, is the old karma comp. Give it a change and run it back. It will have more success. 
And then he says this, which is the part of the take I want to talk about. <clears throat> and Closer has redeemed himself on Volibear. Ha ha. Agree or disagree, Jordan? Has Closer redeemed himself on Volibear? Do you want to see this pick played by that man? Like It still has more moments than I'm used to seeing on Closer where he is... His, he, he appears to be doing nothing while his health bar just depletes. And <laughs> I'm just not used to that. I'm used to him either being on Viego, reset, 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 or on Lee Sin, where it's like he's in, he's flashed, he's kicked, he's out. So it's weird for me to see him on more of a bruiser champ where, like, yeah, for sure, strengths. I'll list them. He can find someone in the side lane and delete them. And there is nothing they can do about that. That happened like back to back to back times, maybe in bot lane in this game. So I get it like isolated tons of pressure. Um, I just don't feel like that's his style. Like, I think he is so much more powerful in the team fights and Volibear just feels very lackluster specifically in team fights where like the, the the gap close is pretty inconsequential compared to somebody like a Lee Sin. So I think for me, it just it feels like, yeah, this was better. I got it a little bit more, like where it was coming from. Like his ganks were sharper for sure, and then his ISO plays were obviously a lot better. Um, people being careless in the sidelines, but mm-hmm. I still am not convinced that it's his best look right now. Um, I I also just on the. Sticking to the wording of the take, he redeemed himself on Volibear. I'm not not saying that this is like the way to to settle this discussion, but before this weekend, closer on Volibear, this split two and zero. He played him against FlyQuest in a win. Uh, what was that? Two weeks ago, and played him against EG in that win from the previous week. He went 3-3-7 and seven, uh, in, in the EG game. He went 3-0-7 oh, against FlyQuest. Finished 5-4-7 and seven against Dignitas in a loss. Hard to say he redeemed himself in a loss where he had his worst, arguably worst performance on the champ. So I gotta say I disagree with Real Connection, even though Real Connection is currently has my like favorite take about the championship aura, which I've mentioned like a ton. Mm-hmm. There's only enough championship aura for 100 Thieves to go around. But I got to say, man, I disagree with you on this. I don't think he's proven himself on Volibear, really. I don't, it's not that I think he's playing the champ bad, but yeah. I, the only thing I ever see it feels like is ult backwards. And I just don't like the champ. He ulted over the Baron Wall in this game. And it seems like Volibear has been a, a very good pick for everybody else. Mm. Um, and for us, it's just been like, fine. I think it's because he's so good at the other stuff. He's so dynamic for me. At least that's why I would say. Yeah, maybe that's it. Because it's like, oh, but he also, you know, what about Leeson, which is obviously banned a lot against him. What about Diana? That's not banned so often. Mm-hmm. And he played that against Immortals and went off, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I still don't like it. That's what I'll say. Um, Nick Moore said, he has two takes. First, the hot take. Yeah. Cole will finally clear his schedule and watch the C9 series live this weekend. Ooh. On Saturday? That's a big day. The hard ask. That's five games potentially. That's a long block of time. Probably not. There it is. My kids have soccer games, man. What are you gonna do? You gonna, yeah, you gotta, you gotta go to soccer. Cool. 
You know, the game I watched live was the game we lost. So maybe my curse is very strong. You know, the, the hundred talk buff is very strong, but the VOD squad retroactive buff is very, very strong. Yeah. But the, you know, the Cole watching live nerf is also very strong as evidenced by March Madness. Try this Cole. All right. If you, even if you plan to watch it live, try tweeting that you're on VOD squad. Just see what happens. Maybe it's the tweet. Maybe it's the tweet. Um, and then he also submitted something for our mental gymnastics take. Hmm. Like Which that. we still got, we got to make this an official segment though, though the, by design, it will be coming from us, but I'll accept this here. He said, it's better. We lost to Dignitas because we would have had to play C9 in a tiebreaker and risk giving them more practice against us. So a calculated strategic loss against Dignitas, ensuring that C9 can't have a mental bounce back game against us and get more scouting, more Intel. I like it. There it is. Big brain. I like it. Look, sign him okay. up for an analyst job, right? Like he's the guy in the meeting who's like, yeah, if we win, we got to play him again. And we're going to play him in the playoffs no matter what. Just lose. We just got to lose. Just lose. Let's just, just, lose. Let's just get fun. someday an MVP. There's that Time for a fun game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, from Grote Chandler, thoughts on Abadaga's champ pool. This is what we were mm. alluding to earlier. Mm -hmm. Seems like he's finally found his core, which Grote names as Victor Arian TF. Yep. And he looks comfortable on and can perform at a high level. Agree with that. Looks comfortable, can perform at a high level on those champs. I, I do think it's important to name the victor. His victor has felt strong to me. Do you agree? Oh, yes. I think victor is very strong for him. Yeah. And he had like one or two of his best performances of the split. Yep. Um, uh, I mean, he just did have that 14 kill RA game. Yeah. Um, but let's see. Let's just take a quick glance uh, against Immortals 7, 1, and 3 on the victor uh, against Golden Guardians 2, 2, 10 in a win. Uh, and against EG back in February, seven, one and 10. That's the game I'm thinking of yep. on the victor. Yep. Uh, I like this champ for him. I feel like he does a lot of damage. The champ seems way too strong. So it's a, it's like a good champ pick anyway, yep. you know? Um, so that's good. The other thing that's good is that we have champs in other lanes that have to be banned out mm -hmm. or have to be accounted for. Yeah opening him up to play on those things. And if he has to play a Corky, I'm down with that too. Even yeah. though Corky got nerfed, I'm still down with that. So I think, I think that as Jordan was saying, like his champ pool is not as limited as I think people try and make it out to be. Yeah. I think he just happens to have a small group of champs that are very effective right now with how we play and what the meta is. Mm -hmm. And, and it's totally fine to be playing that right now. Yeah. And you know, at any one time, I feel like there are probably two to three picks that are, dominant in the meta and i i think you should probably expect to see those more often on that patch right so you know it, it can become now look if you start to see that same champion across all patches no matter what we have an issue um yeah but it's it's cycled for him throughout the split and he's looked better on some patches than others for sure now whether that's all him or that's the the overall state of play with the team you know hard to pin it down um but yeah, I do think, like right now, it feels like his core set is super strong, which is great. That's, that's where we want it to be going to playoffs. He looked to have a, a reasonably good Vex. Yeah. He played the Vex against FlyQuest and had a couple of good moments, mm -hmm. uh, including that, that flank ult um, that won the game. Yeah, exactly. Around yep. Dragon Pit. 
Um, and that was in a Takui who has been kind of a monster yeah. against us uh, for the most part. So there's that. Mm. Um, Kale's mentioning his Azir. Jordan, would it shock you to know that Abadaga has played exactly one game of Azir this split? Split, wow. I don't think I've seen as much Azir this split. Including Lock-In. Oh. It feels like he has played Azir a few times. That was against C9, right? With the scoop. The scoop out of the... Kindred Alt? That was last that was last season. Oh. <laughs> he played it against Team Liquid in our first game of the split. Went two one and seven in a victory. Um I like the Azir too. Yeah. Like see, this is what it I seems mean. Seems like something you can always pick. We are banning Rise away a lot, by the way. Yeah, his Rise like, looks very is good. banning Rise. Yeah. But but we are banning Rise. So it's like yeah. we're not really giving that opportunity. <laughs> well, here here here's um, something to think about. If one of your players has a limited champion pool. You are not banning champions from that pool, right? So um, I think it's fine. I think this champion pool is absolutely fine. I'm not concerned. Me too. Okay. Um, and I and and by the way, and I agree. By the way, with his his core champs, the the thought that he's found his con- yeah. his core that looks good. Likewise, I'm with it. Um, <clears throat> we have a hot take from Austin Beck of caster record fame, which we don't have caster record for this split, unfortunately, but Austin Beck's still always a real one. He had a hot take submission. Mm-hmm. His hot take was that JC101 would have a take this week. Was he right? And he was. Oh. From JC101, <laughs> who says hot like warm take, uh-huh. which by the way, I'm not sure people know what hot take means. <laughs> Define it. Define it for the people. Look, uh, if you have a hot take, it's when you're saying something that is unbelievable. Like it's like saying something unexpected and not said often, but is actually right. It's not like people seem to think hot take means just like something kind of outrageous to say. Yeah, it's like no, it's supposed to be a sincerely held thing that's right, even though most people don't think it's right. It has evolved to mean just kind of like a meme take, I guess. Yeah especially with hotline league mm. which i like i i still i still don't get i don't have anything against travis i don't have anything against mark z i like those guys whatever yeah like and and obviously their show has been very successful but it's like they constantly pull people in who are like well my take is i think c9 is actually like a ninth place team <laughs> and it's like okay all right and like yeah. some guy openly said on the last one, no, I'm not throwing shade at them. I'm not throwing shade at Travis and Mark Z. I'm talking about the callers. <laughs> like so, someone actually said like, oh, I just kind of like did the hot take to get Mark's attention. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the problem. <laughs> you got to have some, some thing, some uh, merit. I know, but it. I just hate that hot. No, take that's culture. I'm, anyway, I'm agreeing with you. Like you can say that, but then you have to have a really good argument for why that's true and turns out it's not true also so that's a, a detracting from the overall effectiveness of your your take here yeah um no i'm not throwing shade at them guys stop it i, I like those guys those guys like are very good shit. guys they do good things um, for community so jc101 says hot like warm take okay our draft and play against Dignitas was specifically things we haven't practiced as to not give C9 or Team Liquid any more info on us than they already have. 
knowing what the PR line was uh, from Reaper and from Papa Smithy, Jordan, do you agree that this was strategic to not give information? I think it's possible. Like, look, this all comes back to gamesmanship. It's the same reason that CLG Academy put in their Academy squad. We're out of playoffs. What, what do we have to gain from playing the same lineup we've had? Another win means nothing to us. Flip that. A loss means really nothing to us. Potentially we could play for second, which has no, you know, I, I, there's, I'm sure there's some advantage. It's probably side selection or something, right? So it's not, I'm not going to say none. But maybe what they did is they waited out and said, hey, rather than play our best look that nobody knows about yet against Dignitas to try to lock up second place so we can play against the same team we would be otherwise how about if we just don't like i think it's possible <laughs> right i think that's absolutely a possibility um and it's hard to dismiss it outright because i i think that the you know the logic that leads you to doing that is sound whether or not they did it is a different question but i think the the logic yeah. is sound i think the primary two factors and what we did were again I think they wanted to give someday a swing at MVP. Mm-hmm. I also believe to a great extent, the line that they've said about figuring out those remaining things in our place on our drafts. And when you do that, it's like you either win and give teams something yeah. that they have to prepare for, or you decide not to do it. And it's kind of like a, a red herring or just like nothing given over. Or you look at it and so say, I don't think, Hey, if we're playing against a J four, someday be very vigilant on your level one before you have your dash <laughs> yeah you know i but what i'm saying is i don't think like the purpose is to not give away info i don't think that was the impetus right. behind that decision so i disagree with the take that but, is something they did though they didn't give them anything more yes but that was not the purpose right right that was not that was not the reason it's like well, it's choice. like this if we do really well with this they have to worry about it and if we don't We've not given anything that we're holding tightly away. Yes, exactly what I said like 30 seconds ago, Mm -hmm. like word for word. So uh, Knox says, you guys got the best matchup for the opening of playoffs. Good luck against Team Liquid in the next round. Mm. Now Knox Mm -hmm. is from Flight Check Crew. Mm -hmm. FlyQuest taking down C9. 100 Thieves easily taking down C9. Maybe he's on to something. Maybe this is the most desirable first round matchup. Mm. Could be. Your thoughts. It's just another layer. Assuming we're top four. Assuming we're top four, would you rather play C9, TL, or who is it EG? Who's the. I don't actually know. Yeah, yeah. I assume it's EG. Yeah, because it's FlyQuest. I'm and not even. GG? And GG, yeah, are the yeah. four. Yeah, EG. Right. Yeah. So EG's the other four. So of those of those three teams, who would you want to play first? I mean, probably EG, right? Is that an option? They got Danny. Do you remember <laughs> Game Four last year? But they got Danny though. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting question. C nine in their current form seems pretty shaky, um, and it feels like we've got some good things going against them. Team Liquid did get three would by us. Oh, you would pick TL. Oh, oh. In, mm-hmm. in round maybe one maybe there's something to it oh. EG's always played us close yeah that's true and I feel like EG always has that wild card factor honestly they, sometimes they show up and they just absolutely roll people it's crazy so yeah 
Knox may be onto something though. If they are truly, if C9 truly is in the rut that mm-hmm. it's possible they're in, maybe we actually came out of this a okay. Could be. Or maybe we'll play them twice. Who knows? Losers, we play. Yeah, I know. We play them, then we go to losers, then we run back up. Oh, you, again. you maybe we'll play. I thought you meant we'll play them twice. We'll beat them, and then we'll see them again from the loser side of the bracket. Or that. That's also cool. another possibility. <laughs> I'm just, no, but my point is, or maybe it's actually very wrong and we're going to get beat. The only way to know is to make our predictions. Let's do it. For next week. Again, we're playing Saturday. First game of playoffs, first match of playoffs. Best of five. Jordan, I want to hear not only what you think the result will be, but what you think the score will be. Okay. Cole. C9. Slumping. T, uh, I almost said TL. 100 Thieves. Hot. Dignitas. Doesn't matter. This is a dub for us. We're going to win. We're going to win. It's going to be. The score will be three games mm. to one game. Three games to one. Um, I just think, look, I think that we've uh, we've been waiting for this moment. We've been building to this moment for quite some time. I am... Ooh, Phil Collin drums. <laughs> I'm believing the PR that's been coming out. I think that, you know, I think we hit a... a, a lull in the middle of the, the split would come back up cole we're th- look we've seen this play out before just because we have not looked completely um flawless this entire split you would be a fool to assume that we can't hit another level in playoffs and perform uh well and i'll give you a bonus bit cole even if we lose against c9 i'm not counting us out yeah yes yes yep there you go all right so you said three one three one okay not gonna lie i've been thinking about this all day i don't know why nervous but this feels like the 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 single most like most gravity around this prediction that i've ever made like this one's like the one where like, I really want to make a good prediction here, a well-reasoned prediction that I truly believe, and I don't want to just sandbag, and I don't want, you know what I mean? I don't want to like be like, well, that's C9's going to be back to their old tricks. Yeah, whatever. So I was debating back and forth, how do I feel about this? And how do we actually play against them? How do they play against us? And what, are, what form are they in and what form are we in? And I was kind of back and forth. Different times of the day, I was thinking different different predictions. And then I was listening to the, the, <clears throat> excuse me. I was listening to the post game with Papa Smithy, yeah. the post weekend with Papa Smithy. Yeah. And he's like, I think our fans should feel confident. Our fans should feel confident. We should feel informed. Buying the PR like, too. Yeah. But I was like, is that, should we though? <laughs> should we feel confident? And the right? answer is Yes. We have steadily improved this split. Mm-hmm. This is a championship winning roster. This is a championship winning pro- roster who just had great games out of every single one of its positions. Yep. 
Seems like things are clicking in the right way for us at the right time. I don't know if I'm going to predict us to win the title this spring, but I am going to predict us to take down C9 in the first round. I think we can do it. I don't think this is just fan Cole speaking. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not particularly given to that. You're not. I am. You're not. I, but I think that this is, and I think it's going to be very close. I think it's going to be a 3-2 in our favor. Mm. Okay. I think we take down three, to C9, 3-2, and advance to the winner's final against Team Liquid. We'll have to find out what happens there. But I feel good. I feel like I feel like the staff has done the dang job, mm-hmm. you know, and w- they didn't panic when the, when the wheels fell off earlier in the split. Yep, they've rebuilt the car, and it's humming right now. Um, I'm I'm choosing to not read much into the Dignitas game. Yep, I think we can do it. Three two under thieves advances, and so shall and it there be. You have it. Yeah, that does it. I mean that. That sets it, Cole. We've been we've been aligned on our predictions here, more weeks than not. Yeah, true. And I don't know if I'm trying to think back to playoffs past. Like, it doesn't happen too often that we both end up predicting the same way, especially not against a, a really tough matchup. If it's not kind of an early round against a, a low seed. So, hold on, really quick. Let me let me look up Lil Nas X release schedule. Oh yeah, he's got a track dropping. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. So yeah, I am looking forward to this uh, this weekend. It's gonna be fun for sure. I'm glad it's best of five. That's live. awesome. Am I gonna watch it live, Nick Moore? Almost certainly not. Yeah, which is gonna be tough. But maybe I'll do a vod squad of the whole series. That'll oh, be intense. We're so far away. We still have a lot of days to wait before this game happens. Yeah, I wish it was tomorrow. A lot of days to think about how we just clapped them so hard this weekend. Yeah, a true thunderclap. Of C9. It was reverberated throughout the countryside. Yeah. Cheeks reverberated. <laughs> oh, man. You can't. Stayed on the podcast one minute too long. Yeah. We got to wrap it up. Okay. Okay. That is, that is it for us is. tonight. Rec League on Thursday is still the plan. Not 100% confirmed, but that's still the plan. Um, we'll let you know for sure on Wednesday. And what else? Anything else? That's it. I don't think so. Let's go 100 team. 100 win. Hashtag 100 win. There we go. Hashtag 100 win. Hashtag 100 talk. MVP buff. Hashtag some daddy. Hashtag we love you. And we miss you already. Take care.